bell signals the start of the next class, a young John sits at his desk preparing to turn in his homework. He's always enjoyed this class. The teacher was funny, and the math came somewhat naturally to him. John? The teacher's head popped into the classroom door. She has a look of concern and sincerity on her face. Would you come out here for a moment? There's something we need to discuss. Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Hello, everyone, and welcome to what? What was that? Sorry, are we doing a whole nother episode? Yeah, didn't you know that? Oh, sorry. I I guess I, I should have known that. I guess I, I didn't realize we were said, doing the Oh, we have a new episode again. we're going to do. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Can... Hello, everyone, and... Wo- oh, that was really high. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anecdotal Dote, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. I'm John Seidenberg, the guy whose first car burst into flames and was forced to drive it away at, by the gas station attendant. <laughs> And joining me is my partner in crime, Laura Arnold. <laughs> I have so many questions. Um, first one, what kind of car was it? <laughs> um, it was a, um, oh God, what? it was a Trailblazer. It was a 90, uh, it was an 1890. Um, 1890? Trail- it was ancient. Um, I think. 1890. <laughs> I think it was the early 90s. I was going to say maybe like a 1980. Um, it was um, I. It, it was my parents' car that I was given access to. And I, it was me, my brother, and my brother's friend, Simeon, were all headed to rehearsal. And I had to stop and get gas in the car before we went to rehearsal. And the car had been spewing out different um, liquid bile uh, under the hood for a while. But I never, it was, that was just common for it to do that. So it was like, okay, this it's old and clunky. So I didn't think anything of it. And normally whenever you would stop, smoke would pour out because the bile was going onto the hot engine and that was causing smoke. So... I, uh, we stop at the gas station and I tell my brother and his friend, you've got like three minutes. And so they go in and I'm out there and I start, I start pumping the gas, whatever. And all of a sudden I hear over the intercom, pump number three, your car's on fire. Please move it away from the gas station. (laughs) And I was like, I was so mad because I was like, oh my God, it's just smoking because of the stuff that keeps shooting out of it. It's not a big deal. And so I take it out. I feel so inconvenienced and so angry. I turn the car on and all of a sudden black smoke starts pouring into the car um, from the from the air conditioning and I was like this is new <laughs> and so I turn the car on I pull it away over to the corner of the gas station uh, and I'm like this is weird and then I go to I turn off the car and I go to lift the hood up and this guy comes running over screaming at me and it's like you need to get that fire out and I was like I don't have anything to put it out with (laughs) and so they're scrambling around trying to find something to try and put it out with i pop the hood i go to lift the hood up and a fireball comes pouring out of it and i was like oh this car is actually on fire so 
Someone finally has the common sense to get a fire extinguisher. We get the stupid fire put out, and I'm like, okay, thank goodness that's over with. And all of a sudden I hear, after everything's done, it starts raining, and then I hear sirens from the, the fire department. And I was like, oh, great. So the fire department shows up. Uh, the, the chief of the fire department um, is a family friend of, or I'm a, I'm a friend of the family, and I've known him since I was a kid, and he comes out, he's this big hulking man, and he's like, whose car is that? And I just put my hand up, and he goes, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> and uh, the best part was, my uh, brother and his friend were inside the gas station when they heard, oh, pump number three, your car's on fire, move it away, and they were about to check out. And as soon as they saw that it was my car, they just went back to shopping until everything died away. And then they could then they could come out and not be affiliated with me. So that was the death of Bessie. Wow. A couple of episodes ago, we started uh, this opportunity for our listeners to submit their own anecdotes mm-hmm. um, with the themes and buzzwords of the episode. And... Um, so if you do, um, we talk about it after every podcast, but absolutely, if you have a, an anecdote that is in the themes or the buzzwords that we've used in the episode, please send them to us. We'd love to hear them. Absolutely. Um, but I did get a response from someone. So she sends me last night. Um, it's in reference to episode four, which was with our wonderful guest, Susanna McLeod. Great. Uh, where the theme was airports. And the buzzword, no, I'm no, sorry, the, the theme, theme was, was travel, travel. Buzzword, buzzword was airports. Was airports. Um, so I didn't realize this. Um, so my niece, uh, Paige, who listens to the podcast, I guess, hello Paige, uh, texts me last night at 1140 and puts in all caps, airport, which I'm like, what does this mean? No context. <laughs> airport, the time my brother and I went to Florida to spend fall break with my uncle and he went to the wrong airport. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> I can't believe I forgot about this story. <laughs> what happened was I was touring with a children's theater in Florida and my niece and nephew had never been to Florida and they were on spring break. And so my sister and I were able to work out a thing where they came down for the weekend and I took them to Disney. And so we were super excited and I was told we're going to the, I think it was the Orlando airport. And so I was like, okay, that's great. So we pull up to the airport and we went to the wrong one. And the other one was 45 minutes away. And so my niece and nephew are, they have never flown in a plane before. They've never been in Florida before. And they are stranded for 45 minutes in an airport by themselves in Florida um, at 11 o'clock at night. Yesterday at, at the place I work part-time occasionally, um, I was talking about... <laughs> I was talking with an associate about the um, a customer cut in front of another customer, and they got almost into an altercation, and I was worried it might go physical because the one man was really mad that the other guy had cut in front of him, and I had and the associate uh, who was the uh, store manager at the time or the assistant store manager was like, "Oh yeah, and you're tall enough that your face would be right in the line of fire." And I was like, oh, thanks so much. I didn't want to think about that. But I guess I do have a real punchable face. <laughs> <laughs> and this customer was standing at my, my station right when I said that. And she looked at me and was like, no, you do not. 
And I was just like, man, I was making a joke. <laughs> but she she was like on my side and Aww. like, no, no, you do not have a punchable face. Aww. And I was just like, thank you very much. That's so sweet. It was very sweet. <laughs> so, Laura, what is today's theme? Crushes. Crushes? Is this like the turtle in Finding Nemo? <laughs> no. <laughs> that was very rude. Um, so I'm guessing this is referring to the times in which we have had a crush on someone. Yep, that that would be it. You seem very uh, distraught about I don't this know theme. why I'm so distraught. I just... It seems like there's a good story. It's been like up. a real minute since I thought about crushes. I haven't had a crush in a really long time. Okay, what's the worst crush that you've had? Oh, gosh. What do you mean by worst? Like, like very embarrassing for you. I don't know. I feel like anytime I ever, like, especially in, like, middle school or whatever, when you realize you have a crush and tried to, like, quote, unquote, make a move, I think I just mostly got ignored because I tried to do it, like, from afar. Yeah, like you just shouted it at them. <laughs> no, like I would write them hey, notes and like hey, have my friend deliver it to them, hey, so I Arnold, wouldn't have to. I'm a, I'm, I like you. <laughs> you have nice eyes. No, no, I. They're real small from where I am this far away, though. <laughs> okay, so you you did the note passing. Yeah. Um, I think that was like my go-to move. Wait, were phones like actually a thing when you were in in like middle school or were they just budding? I Cuz you're younger than I am. Yeah, I am a little younger than you. I um they were starting. Like in middle school, some people had cell phones, not everybody had cell phones. A couple friends of mine like we had a notebook. Mm. And like Instead of just handing each other a folded up piece of paper, we would trade off who has the notebook. That's really smart. So, like, me and a friend, I would give it to her for an out, like, whatever the class was. And then sh- I would see her between classes. She'd hand me the notebook. And then I would take it for the next hour or whatever. Wow. That's that's some So, we really would have, organized... like, an entire notebook of just, like, she and I writing back and forth. Wow. That's... Yeah. It's like you all... If those still exist somewhere in the world, I hope that somebody burns them because I have oh. no idea at this point in my life what the heck is in those. <laughs> and I would be scared to learn. <laughs> um. We're recording a podcast. Keep it down. Get off my lawn, <laughs> you. Lauren just full <laughs> old lady. <laughs> Screaming at the motorcyclist outside of my my window. It felt appropriate. Um, okay, so you never did tell an embarrassing story of uh, your crush. Okay, I'll I'll tell one while you're waiting. Um, okay. I've got many. <laughs> I'm very unlucky in love. Um, in middle school, I was dating this girl, um, who's now in prison for drug charges. <laughs> Um, that's oh, not time important. changes us. <laughs> um, but we were dating and, um, one day, uh, I kept, people kept coming up to me and going, I'm so sorry, John. And I was like, I, what's, what's wrong? I'm having a great day. And you want to you take that one? <laughs> no, it's fine. 
And uh, so they kept coming up and be like, oh, I'm so sorry, John. I hope you're doing okay, John. And I was like, yeah, I got chicken nuggets at lunch today. <laughs> you and your chicken nuggets. I know, chicken nuggets come up every <laughs> podcast now. This is going to be your drinking game. <laughs> every time I say chicken nuggets, and every time Laura says stage manager, take a drink. Um, no, it has to be a shot, because yeah. we don't say it that much, but like we say it enough. <laughs> um but yeah, so I was just like, oh yeah, I had I had a good lunch today, you know? <laughs> Math wasn't that hard. Um, the spit valve was really cleaned easily with the trumpet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in a real good mood and people keep coming up and like consoling me. And then uh, at the end of the day, uh, the girl who I was dating comes up to me and is like, uh, we're done. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, we're, we're not dating anymore. And I was like, what? And then I realized I was the last person in school <laughs> to find out that I had been dumped. Oh, my God. Everybody else in the school knew before I did. Oh, <laughs> that's so awful. <laughs> I've got more. Oh, my God. That's like posting it on Facebook before you actually have the conversation. Yeah. Except at that point in time, that's not how it worked. Okay, so embarrassing uh, crush story. I can't think of like an entire story, which really just means I'm going to make up parts of it and it's not going to be a good story. <laughs> okay, tell the parts that are real. <laughs> I kind of remember liking this boy and finally getting the courage to like ask him to be my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And he said yes, I think. But then I found out, like, later that day that he was already, like, with this other girl. How old were you? I was in middle school. <laughs> yeah, no. So this little boy two-timing you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And then I was like, uh... What? And then I found out that, like, he only said yes to me because he felt bad for me. <gasps> Pity date. And I was like, okay, first of all, you were somebody else, so why'd you say yes to me? And second of all, <laughs> I don't need your pity date. <laughs> There's a girl that I had a crush on from first grade until 12th grade. Wow. Um, she was, she was the, the heartthrob of the whole school. Everybody K through 12 was in love with this, yeah, those this are hard. young lady. Um, but I, I was absolutely head over heels in love with this, this woman. Um, she had the same initials as I did, which I thought meant something. Um, does not. <laughs> um, but I thought she was the most gorgeous, uh, human being on the planet. She was also very sweet. She was very talented. Uh, she was a really good sports player for homecoming. And for anyone, I'm sure no one from my hometown listens to this, but if they do, it's going to be, if they already haven't figured out who I'm talking about, they will in just a second. <laughs> um, but for homecoming, my, I believe it was my senior year. Um, I was somehow, uh, chosen to be on the homecoming court as one of the finalists for t potentially being homecoming king. And then they go to announce who the homecoming king is and they say my name. And I just like collapse like a bowl of jello on the state, like on in the middle of this stupid homecoming game. And 
if you look at the pictures that were in the newspaper of me when it was announced, I look like a deer in the headlights <laughs> because I was so unexpected. I did not, I was not planning on that ever happening. And then, so I was like, I was walking on air after that. Cause it's like, yeah, I'm the homecoming King. I'm the homecoming King. And then afterwards they were like, Oh, you do know that you and the homecoming queen have to dance. Uh, like you have to do the, the slow dance at the end of the night together. And then, like, my heart jumped through my skull and into <laughs> the space. Um, and I was like, oh, God. And so I was, like, shaking. Like, no, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. And so, <laughs> so the whole night, I'm, like, freaking out. Like, okay, I'm not going to do it. When they tell me I have to do it, I'm just going to leave. Well, then the moment comes, and, like, the whole school... I'm, I'm getting an adrenaline just reliving this oh moment, telling God. it right now. It's a big moment in my life. Uh, <laughs> ten years later! <laughs> and so, um, the whole school, like, opens up into, like, a big circle, and they bring the homecoming king and queen and the prince and princess out onto the dance floor, and they start playing the song. I don't know what the song was. I don't know what was happening outside of, like, the two feet around both of us, but, like... As stupid as this sounded, the whole world like melted away. Oh, I know. My God. <laughs> and don't remember anything about the moment or the rest of the night for the most part. Um, but I was so overwhelmed that night. I went home and wrote a poem um, that was turned into a song. Um, the Are song, you going to sing it for us? I don't remember. Uh, I just remember the name of the song was Simply Wasn't Meant to Be. Oh. It was real sad. But it was... <laughs> I remember the first stanza was like, a simple dance of formality as she makes her way towards me. If only she could know the truth and finally set me free. But as the night is fading... Um, oh, I don't remember the next line, but it was like... Um, Oh, I don't remember, but the last part of it was was some. It was simply not meant to be. Um, but then at the end of the song, it changes to it was simply was meant to be. Um, so it was supposed to be this stupid romantic thing. Um, <laughs> it was real dumb. Uh, so yeah, that that was a that was a stupid crush moment. Now to our main segment, the anecdotal dote. Here's how it works. I have selected a random word. That only I've seen. Your job is to tell a true story based on that word and our theme of crushes. Are you ready for your word? Very much so. Chocolate. <laughs> okay. Um, so, my best friend growing up, Anthony, we were in competition a lot because we were very similar. And, um, so I started doing this thing where if he had a crush on a girl, I pretended to have a crush on them too, just to make him angry and just to see which one of us could actually like woo them. It sounds like a horribly unhealthy relationship. Oh, it very much was. And it <laughs> called cultima- it, it, it cul- cul- culminated into, um, well, that's a story for another podcast, but <laughs> a very, um, very cheesy ending. I'll put it that way. Um, literally a cheesy ending nacho cheese was involved oh my god um, i'll tell it later tune in <laughs> but um neither one of us ever actually got the girl but it was fun to watch me try and compete with him over trying to get her um but this one this one girl um she had a crush on and i pretended to have a crush on and her best friend crystal came up to us one day and was like okay nicole will 
date whoever writes the best poem about her boobs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, how old were you? We were seventh or eighth grade. Okay. Something like that. Okay. And so I had never written the word boobs, let alone like ever given much thought to them at that point. Uh, growing up, I was I had been convinced that that thinking anything remotely sexual of another human being would send you to hell. So did not think about boobs, did not think about anything like that because that was going to send me to hell. Um, but so I was sitting there and I was like, I was torn. Cause I was like, I don't want to, I don't want to be disrespectful to a woman and write something about their the private area. But I also really want to beat Anthony <laughs> in this competition. So, and also you're going to go to hell now. Exactly. Pretty much regardless. So, yeah. So that's where it started. That's where my trip to hell started. Uh, <laughs> that's what this podcast really is about when you think about it. <laughs> um, so we both submit our poems and did not hear anything back. And so like a week passes I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. And then one day I'm in math class and Mrs. Rourke comes in and says, John, can I see you in the hallway for a second? And I was like, oh, sure, Mrs. Rourke. So I go out there, and she's called together every single teacher in the middle school who has ever taught me into this circle in the hallway outside of the, the math class and goes, John, um, I was cleaning up my classroom, and I found this poem that you had composed and thought that it might be good to read this out loud in front of all of your teachers. And my eyes bulged out of my head because i that was the only poem I had ever written in my life. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. And so she proceeded to read the following poem. It has been engraved in my mind forever. Are you ready? <laughs> and I want you to imagine male and female teachers I love and respect encircling me <laughs> in the hallway. All with very serious faces. Oh my god. Roses are red. Violets are blue. My love is big. And so are your hoo-hoos. <laughs> you called them hoo-hoos? I didn't want to say boobs. <laughs> I've heard them refer to a lot of things. Hoo-hoo's is not one of them. <laughs> oh, my God. So, she finishes reading that. I'm the color of your shirt, blood red. <laughs> and the teachers all look at me like, oh, my God. And she goes, don't write any more poetry. <laughs> And send me back into math class. And that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe. If you didn't like what you heard, still subscribe. Doesn't hurt you either way. Also, if you like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends. Yes, if you have a story inspired by today's theme of crushes or the buzzword chocolate. chocolate. 
Um, we would love to hear from you. Your story might be shared on a future podcast. Send them to us written, filmed, or by audio uh, by emailing us at theanecdotaldote at gmail.com. Good luck spelling it. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much to Paige for her travel anecdote that she sent in today. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Do, 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 do.